0: On this episode, does semen retention increase the risk of prostate cancer? This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holistic Alpha Podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Stephen Mathis. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Welcome. This show's all about helping you kick ass as a man. We talk primarily about the five pillars of power. Those are fitness, nutrition, hormones, sex, and mind. We talk about putting it all together so you can be the best that you can be from the inside out so you can kick ass, create the life that you wanna create and feel how you want to feel. If this is your first time here, by the way, you'll wanna hit that follow or subscribe button now. That way you get updated when new episodes of the show come out. Speaking of new episodes, we've had a little bit of a break in the show, but we're back and we're gonna have lots of episodes coming up, so make sure and stay tuned. On this episode, we're going to talk about semen retention and a common question that comes up, which is based on, uh, well, we'll talk about what it's based on, but a common question that comes up, which is, does semen retention increase the risk of prostate cancer? Before we get into that, I just wanna remind you, as always, I'm here to help you guys. So if I can do anything for you, if you have any questions, feedback, concerns, anything I can help with, feel free to shoot me a text. 801-742-1439 is my number or you can book a free Clarity Call. I love doing Clarity Calls. This is where you book a call on my calendar. It's completely free, there's no cost at all. I call you at the time that you've scheduled, I listen to what's going on in your world, maybe where you feel stuck, what challenges you're facing, and I help you develop an action plan to get there. It's not about me pitching you something, it's about me listening and doing the very best I can in the time that we have to help you get unstuck, get some clarity and move forward. So if you are feeling like that is something that would help you, I would love to chat. You can book a free call at Calendly dot com slash stephen mathis or hit the link in the show notes for that as well so let's talk about semen retention and this question of whether it increases your risk of prostate cancer first of all what is semen retention some of you guys who have been listening to the show for a while already know that but some of you may not semen retention quite simply is the act of avoiding ejaculation at least avoiding ejaculation uh as often as most guys do and avoiding it basically the longer you avoid it in a lot of cases the better off why are you better off because semen retention does a number of things some of these have been scientifically documented those include an increase in testosterone levels in fact uh, semen retention has been shown to increase testosterone levels 147 percent after a delay of seven days since your last ejaculation. So it increases testosterone fairly quickly, actually. It also has been shown to increase the brain's androgen receptors. These are basically the receptors that sort of catch testosterone and facilitate the flow of male hormones like testosterone through your body. It also decreases prolactin levels. Prolactin is a hormone that uh, it does prompt the production of sperm but too much of it which a lot of guys are running with far too much prolactin prolactin is basically what gives you that sort of sleepy no drive no desire feeling after you ejaculate a lot of that is due to prolactin and an interesting thing with prolactin is actually when you ejaculate it takes up to a couple of weeks for your prolactin levels to return to normal so if you're ejaculating on a regular basis you're basically running in a higher prolactin state on an ongoing basis, which leaves you feeling less drive, less enthusiasm, less fire in your belly. The other thing that science, or another thing that science has shown semen retention to do is it increases serotonin levels. Serotonin is a neurochemical, a neurotransmitter, uh, which is basically one of our feel-good neurotransmitters. It's really important to feel happy. It prevents depression and boosts mental health so those are the things that science has shown us among the the full list of what semen retention will do for you and this has uh, been proven by you know countless millions of guys who uh, who uh, execute this in their life I have felt this many of my clients many of you listeners I know have felt this as well it increases your productivity it increases your motivation it boosts your income potential because you're much more driven you've got more energy It increases your focus, it boosts self-confidence. This one's huge. Guys, if you are struggling with confidence, semen retention is possibly one of the most powerful things that you can do. The boosts that you will have to your self-confidence when you put this into action are incredible. It also increases your energy, it boosts your libido, strengthens your immune system, sharpens your memory, makes you more of a risk taker in a positive way, helps you sleep, relieves depression, deepens your voice, gives you stronger hair and improves your self control. So there's a lot of really awesome reasons to engage in semen retention. If you're thinking, by the way, maybe this is like one of the first times that you've been exposed to this idea of semen retention. If you're thinking, man, that is like, that's a weird idea, who would do that? Well, let's talk about some guys who have executed semen retention in their life and some of the things that it's led them to. Here's some athletes that you just might have heard of who are known to have practiced semen retention. These include Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, David Hay, who is a world heavyweight boxing champion, Manny Pacquiao, Martin Farmer Burns, who is a world champion world champion wrestler for a long time, Rickson Gracie of the Gracie family, who's an MMA and Jiu-Jitsu legend go outside of sports. Let's look at some other guys who have known, who have been known, who have specifically talked about their practice of semen retention. These include Sigmund Freud, Sir Isaac Newton, Steve Jobs, Nikola Tesla. How about philosophers? Philosophers that are known to have engaged in semen retention and put this into play in their life. Plato, Socrates, the Dalai Lama, and many others. How about some more modern examples in other areas? 50 Cent, Mark Wahlberg, both known to have, uh, or to engage in semen retention and put the power of that into play in your life. Whether you're a big fan of either of those guys individually, you cannot argue with the success that they've had. Other guys who have put this into practice over time, Michelangelo, and I think Michelangelo's works pretty much speak for themselves. Leo Tolstoy, Miles Davis, Kanye West, another modern example. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. And I know a lot of you guys already are putting this into action, so good on you if you're doing that. The bottom line with semen retention is this. First, there are a lot of really amazing reasons to practice semen retention, and it's been put into use for literally thousands of years traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, uh, many, many traditional uh, practices and societies have been putting this into use for thousands of years. It is not a new idea. On the contrary, it's actually one of those things that I think was more common uh, many, many years ago, centuries ago, and has kind of been a little bit lost, right? Porn comes around and, and, you know, guys start masturbating more and ejaculating more and and all of this kind of happens. And I think it's in a lot of ways, it's kind of been one of those uh, wonderful ancient practices that's kind of been lost. However, it is definitely gaining steam again and for very, very good reasons. So bottom line with the overall idea of semen retention is it's about not ejaculating or not ejaculating nearly as often. And there's a number of huge benefits to doing this and many countless millions of guys have put this into use in their life with great great success so it's something that you want to look at however there's this idea there's this question that comes up and i've had this come up uh, on clarity calls i've had this come up in text messages i've had it come up in questions from clients and that question is this does semen retention increase the risk of prostate cancer and this is something that came from a single study, and we'll talk about this in a second, but this idea basically came from a single study, this idea that you need to ejaculate frequently in order to uh, avoid this increased risk or this supposed increased risk of prostate cancer. And basically the idea sort of behind the people that believe this is that by ejaculating more, you essentially kind of clear out old semen that has been Uh, found to be associated with prostate cancer. And here's the thing. Let's first of all, look at the study that this comes from. This was the idea of this. The reason this is even an idea in society uh, among the people who look into semen retention is that there was one study conducted in 2016. And that study showed that a, uh, a group of men who masturbated more, had a higher risk of prostate cancer. However, there's a number of problems with this study. First of all, with the study itself, they did not in any way establish that there was causation of masturbation reducing the risk of prostate cancer. So let's talk about this idea of causation versus correlation. You might be familiar with this idea already. However, it's really important when we look at studies and you uh, evaluate sort of you know, what you're looking at in the study and the results that you're measuring, there's a big difference between a simple correlation where you're saying, okay, men who masturbate more have a somewhat lower risk of prostate cancer. And there's a a big difference between that and actually saying, okay, masturbation causes or ejaculation causes a decreased risk of, of prostate cancer. And this study in no way did that. It did not establish any sort of causation and it did not determine whether it was a causation or simply a correlation. It may be that the men who masturbated more in this study, they were more likely to engage in certain other habits. It could be that those uh, engaged in that study were uh, had other health issues. There were many, many things that could come into play. And they simply this study simply did not uh, determine with any sort of Uh, with any sort of definite measure that there was any kind of causation, it could have merely been correlation. Another big problem with this 2016 study is that multiple other studies have been done since then and they have failed to show the same correlation. They have failed to show the same thing. In fact, there was a study in 2020, just last year, that actually showed that younger men who masturbated more often actually had a slight slightly higher risk of developing prostate cancer. So, this study had, you know, certainly some issues in and of itself and it's and it's failed to be reproduced. So, any science that cannot be reproduced by multiple studies is science that we should uh, absolutely question. And so this idea, this thing that, you know, if you search you know, if it doesn't take a lot of Google searching to find some articles that reference this study and to somehow get the idea that you need to ejaculate more often to avoid the risk of prostate cancer. It's absolutely not true. There's just not studies that support this idea. There was one study with questionable results that did not show causation and it has failed to be reproduced in multiple other studies since then. And there's been another study that actually showed the exact opposite. So the bottom line is there is no scientific evidence currently out there that shows that uh, somehow ejaculating more often is going to help you avoid prostate cancer. So it's something that, you know, it's one of those things that gets talked about. Like I said, if you start searching online, you might find it, but there's just not science to support it. And here's, you know, here's the way that I really look at another way that I kind of look at this. And this is sort of one of the ways that I, that I, you know, think about it and kind of understand this situation. I do think that there is a possibility that simply not using the, uh, you know, not using your sexual energy, not engaging in any sort of uh, sexual activity, being completely celibate for your entire life. I do think that, you know, maybe there is a possibility that that could increase the risk of prostate cancer. And here's the reason why, is I think like any muscle in our body, if we don't, now the prostate gland obviously is not a muscle, it's a gland, but the bottom line is with any area of our body, if we don't use it, it tends to deteriorate, right? This is true for our body. This is true for our muscles. It's true for pretty much any part of our body, or I should say our brain. It's true for our brain, our muscles, pretty much any part of our body, if we don't use it, it tends to deteriorate. So I think there is a, you know, a possibility that that could be the case uh, with, you know, if you're not engaging in any sexual activity whatsoever and you're celibate for your entire life, I think there is a possibility that uh, that it could lead to that. However, again, the studies, there just haven't been studies that actually show that. So, you know, there's just not really evidence to say that. But because of that sort of, general idea, I think that the way that I, you know, often uh, recommend practicing semen retention is not being celibate. Now, I think, you know, for guys who are, you know, heavily addicted to porn, if you have, you know, multiple times a day, masturbation habit, things like that, I do think that a period of time where you completely abstain can be Uh, a good thing and in some cases can be necessary in order for you to break that addiction to break that habit however i do not think that the answer long term is to simply abstain from any sort of sexual activity that's not the way that i recommend practicing semen retention while that may be again like i said it may be necessary short term you know for 30 60 90 days to break a porn habit, to break a masturbation habit that's excessive. uh, It's not necessary long term. What I think is a far more healthy and far more realistic way to practice semen retention is that you can engage in sexual activity, whether that is masturbation or having sex and still practice semen retention. What that means is when you're alone and you're masturbating, it means you're edging instead of ejaculating at the end. you're, You're not ejaculating, right? That's the The idea behind edging, and it means that you can have sex and not ejaculate. You can do that in a couple of ways. You can, uh, first of all, not get all the way to the point of a full orgasm. One of the things to remember, by the way, with orgasm, you guys, orgasm is not a, it is not a point, it is a range, it is a range. Now you might, uh, you know, that i that idea might sound somewhat foreign to you. A lot of guys associate that absolute, you know, level 10 on the arousal scale where you go over the edge and you ejaculate, you know, associate that with orgasm. But orgasm is not a point. It's a range. You can get into uh, orgasmic uh, sensations, orgasmic feelings where you're feeling that energy, that electricity flowing through you. And it is a range of of arousal it is not a point at that very very end so one of the ways to engage in semen retention when you're having sex is to simply not get all the way to that level 10 the other way is you can also learn how to have a basically what's called a dry orgasm where you can have a full level 10 orgasm without ejaculating that takes some practice it takes some knowledge and definitely some consistent practice to get there but you can absolutely do it so the you know again the idea is The way that I coach on it is long-term, you know, long-term, if you're talking about the coming years of your life, you do not need to abstain from masturbating or from sex in order to practice semen retention. It may be that you need to abstain for a little while in order to break an excessive habit or to break a porn addiction or things like that. But once that's broken, you can, with discipline, get back into sexual activity where you can, like I said, masturbate without ejaculating at the end and have sex without ejaculating. And what you'll find is that, you know, not ejaculating in and of itself leads to all those things we talked about. Boost, you know, boosted confidence, uh, you know, increased energy, drive, passion, all these things, right? But that, you know, even if you're just abstaining, it's going to lead to those things. But what I have found is that if you are still engaged in sexual activity, especially sex with a partner, but also just edging on your own. If you are still engaged in sexual activity, but not ejaculating, it's going to lead to those things. I think even more because our sexual energy is very, very powerful. And by engaging in sexual activity without ejaculating, you get that boost, that electric charge from the sexual activity without it being wasted and gone at the end, right? If you think about maybe a time that you have had sex or maybe a time that you've masturbated, that electric energy builds up, right? As you're, as you're going through that, uh, that experience. And when you ejaculate at the end, all that energy is gone. Not only is all that energy that you built up gone, but a lot of the energy, your life force energy in general is gone. It drains you in really, really powerful ways. When you have sex or masturbate by edging, uh, and don't ejaculate at the end, you get that build-up, that charge and it stays with you. It's really, really powerful. It leads to not only, uh, much better results and feelings in so many aspects of your life. As I talked about, it also leads to much, much, much better sex. If you're having sex with a partner now, or if you're going to be having sex with a partner in the future, I can tell you guys, absolutely. If you practice semen retention and you get on board with this and you incorporate it uh, in a disciplined, consistent way, you will have much, much better sex by a wide margin. You will be able to last longer. You will be able to please your partner significantly more. You will have continued energy where you can have sex with your partner as often as, as she's wanting to. And, And you're not gonna be drained. You're gonna have that fire, that passion. So semen retention, you guys, is something that you know I've talked about it before. We'll continue to talk about different aspects of this. It's incredibly powerful to put into use in your life. And this idea, this question of, oh, I need to ejaculate to reduce my risk of prostate cancer. Nope, not true, not true. So don't worry about it, very healthy. Another question, by the way, that came up, Just as a sort of an aside on this, I had a client ask me, what about reducing stress? You know, it's been shown that having orgasms can reduce stress. That's probably true, right? And I think that, you know, you may have had times when you were a little bit stressed and you masturbated, you ejaculated. And for a little while, that stress was less. However, in the long run, it leads to actually more stress. Because here's what happens. When you ejaculate excessively, it lowers your testosterone levels. Testosterone has essentially an inverse relationship with cortisol, which is our main stress hormone. So the higher your testosterone, the lower cortisol tends to be. Conversely, the lower your testosterone, the more that essentially creates room for cortisol, which is your main stress hormone to rise. So when it comes to using ejaculation as stress relief, it becomes a very vicious cycle because here's what happens. You might get some stress relief for you know some number of minutes or hours after you ejaculate. However, the next day you're gonna be even more stressed. It's kind of like coffee. Some of you may know I gave up coffee uh, at least for 30 days. I'm about on day 19 or 20 of that right now. I'm gonna see how it goes after 30 days. But uh, the thing with coffee for a lot of people is that it gets into this vicious cycle where the more coffee you have, the more it drains your adrenals, the more it causes issues with sleep. Therefore, you wake up more tired. Therefore, you need more coffee. And then the more coffee you drink, the more it affects your sleep and the more it drains your adrenals. And then you're even more tired and then you need even more coffee, right? Same idea with stress and ejaculation. Ejaculation is not a method to deal with stress. It is not a good method. There's many, many ways to deal with stress. Meditate. Exercise, face the thing head on that is causing you stress. If you're stressed about some project, go and attack it, get it done. You know, whatever it is, there's so many ways to deal with stress that are effective ways that are long-term solutions to deal with stress that are a million times better than ejaculating. So semen retention, you guys, it's seriously one of the most powerful changes you can possibly make in your life. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It takes some adaptation. It takes some discipline, but I can tell you from my experience, from the experience of countless guys that I've worked with, from the experience of millions of men through history, including some of those very, very successful ones that we talked about, which was only a very small partial list, semen retention has the power to dramatically change your life for the better. So put it into use. And if you were hesitant because of this idea of, oh, I need to ejaculate more often to reduce prostate cancer, it is not true. You do not need to worry about that. And again, you don't want to use ejaculation as a method to deal with stress either. So the bottom line is really, there are no downsides to semen retention. You know, if we look at things like fertility and sperm counts, and there's so many different Aspects of this that we can look at, whether it comes to your health, your mental health, your physical health, your results in life, there truly are no downsides to semen retention. There is only a whole lot of upside. The only quote downside, if you will, is it takes the discipline to do it. You know, you got to be committed. You got to put in the, you got to set the intention. You got to change some habits, possibly. You might need to have a conversation with your partner if you're. You know, if you have a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, you might need to have a conversation with them about, hey, you know, I'm gonna start practicing senior retention, here's why, because I wanna be the best that I can be in my life, not only for myself, but for you. You know, if it's something that a lot of women have to adapt to, but I can tell you, you know, I've had countless conversations with guys who have discussed this with their partner, and while there's some initial surprise because this is not what women are used to, it turns out very, very, very well because they realize, you know, a lot of, a lot of women inherently know that, you know, even if they haven't consciously thought about it, you know, they know how, how sort of, you know, drained we are after ejaculation, right? They know that. And so it doesn't really take a lot of convincing to, you know, or a lot of explanation to get women on board with this idea of, you know, Hey, I want to still have sex with you. I want to, retain my semen. Here's why, because it's going to make me feel better in so many different ways. I'm going to be more effective in building a life for us. I'm going to be more effective in pleasuring you. I'm going to be better in bed. We're going to have better sex. I'm going to have more energy. There's a gazillion positive reasons. So, you know, it might take, if you have a partner, like I said, you know, you got to have the commitment, you got to have the intention, and you might need to have that discussion. But man, those are pretty limited quote downsides that are very, very easy to get past. Maybe not Easy in some cases in terms of the discipline. It does take, you know, sometimes it's a back and forth process. It's not going to necessarily be something you, you know, convert to overnight. You might go a while and then kind of relapse and then go a while again. That's okay. It's all a journey, but get on the journey because it's a journey that will pay off absolutely massively. So get on board. Don't worry about prostate cancer. It is not a risk, it is not a concern that you need to have with semen retention. So get after it. If I can do anything for you, like I said, text me 801-742-1439 or book a free clarity call. Go to Calendly.com slash steven Mathis. By the way, if you haven't joined us for Holistic Alpha Bootcamp, you'll definitely want to do that. Bootcamp is a 30-day video-based training course where... We go through the five pillars of power. Again, those are fitness, nutrition, hormones, sex, and mind. We go through those over the course of 30 days. There's one video each day and we progressively build day after day. We build habits and knowledge in each of those five areas. And the end result is you end up feeling dramatically more empowered. You'll be in better shape. You'll feel better. You'll have better energy. Your sex drive will be improved. Your, your erections will be improved and not only will all of those things be improved after 30 days but even more importantly you'll be empowered to truly launch forward in the coming months and years when you put that foundation into place so join us for boot camp you can find out more about boot camp go to holisticalpha.com or hit the link in the show notes and you can find out more about that as well hope you guys have a kick ass rest of the week like i said in uh, earlier, if you're not already subscribed, make sure you hit follow or subscribe. So you get updated when new episodes of the show come out and let me know if I can do anything for you, sending you guys good vibes. Hope you hope you have a kick-ass rest of your week and we'll talk to you soon.